everybody. Welcome to Pod Gods, episode 183. No cool pop punk songs to think about or reference. No, it's Blink-182 plus one. Yeah, well, plus 44. Uh, that was a really good side project that Mark Hoppus did when they were during their breakup period. And it's like, it's just pop music. It's not even really punk. There's a chick on a couple songs. I don't know if he was fucking her at the time or she's a guest vocalist. But it's like, it's a great summer album, that plus 44 album. If you get a copy of it, uh, put it on. It's, it's, uh, it's good from front to back. There isn't one shitty song on there. They're all good. Okay, so this is going to be the last episode for a while. It's going to be at least a week and a half off while I go on vacation, or two weeks off while I go on vacation. Yep, uh, which I'd like to say that I'd also be on vacation, but I'm going to be working the entire time. Yeah, so maybe go listen to the MacGyve cat, one of the MacGyve casts that we banked up. We have one of one whole episode that'll be coming out uh, over Christmas. It's a morsel. If, if, you, uh, if you ate all of our piles on the lawn, we left you a dingleberry. Yes, uh, I have listened to the Ken Reed EP comedy album. It's very good. You should all go out and buy it when you can. Mm-hmm. We'll link it. I got caught up on TV Guidance Counselor. They're all in my also runners. They're really good. Yes, and for some reason, I don't know, iTunes is, my desktop iTunes is deleting things as soon as my podcast app plays it. And it that, that's really a setting. Like, it's a delete played uh, podcast. All, yeah, all except podcast I have all those turned off. I don't have it allowed to sync. So I don't know why it's doing it, but it's doing it. It's and it uploading does it, something somewhere it shouldn't be doing. It, it does it only for some podcasts, like TV Guidance Counselor. Yeah, that's uh, very unfortunate. My, my whole thing was with my phone having to redo everything. All my podcasts just became a fucking mess. So I'm now going to be, during this trip, I'm going to have to transfer everything over to Overcast, which means I'll probably never be going back to iTunes, which means I won't know when I've, what I've listened to. So God only knows how I'm going to do PodGods. If you have an iPad Classic and you want to keep using it, but the hard drive has failed, uh, there's a really great guide online that anyone an can iPod? do. Yeah, an iPod Classic. So if you have like, uh, you know, the old, the old ones everybody likes, the classics, the ones they don't make anymore. Yeah, the, no, not a classic. The, well, the hard drive based ones. Yeah, the hard drive based ones. If you have one of those that you like and that doesn't work anymore and you can't get a new hard drive because they have little spinning drives, there's a guide online that anyone can do where you can just go in, you just basically take one cable out and you take the drive out and you swap it in with a little card reader for a flash drive and then you can put in removable storage media. So you can put a permanently, put like a 128 gigabyte card in there or you can leave it so you can open it back up and swap different you know different cards in and out but you can and essentially i think people are putting in little ssds as well you can do little ssds uh with an ipod you're not going to notice that much performance benefit from an ssd uh well, so we, battery life you'll say you'll get a lot extended battery life as opposed to flash no as opposed to a spinning up hard oh, drive. oh yeah of course every... yeah I, I think i think the one that's going to give you the best battery life is the flash card because it's literally reading mp3 off there as opposed to having any hard drive have power at all that's just easy a little more power than a flash uh, reader but yeah it's a little swap out fix it's like 30 bucks to get a flash reader get a flash card pop it in yeah and you only have to spend now 500 dollars for a 200 dollar uh, yeah a lot of people have them sitting there so they people have them sit in their house and i thought about this like i don't have one but i saw this really cool guide and i would like to make i'd like to modify my own if i had one i bet a lot of people listening have wives and girlfriends or they have boyfriends because they're the tech savvy ones and their boyfriends are loser dudes 
But come on, GL, the future is streaming in the cloud and shit like that. I and like, I, I, hey, I'm all for it. I love Google Play Music. I'll pay 10 bucks a month. Uh, no, so. fuck Google Play Music. It just killed songs in Canada, which is one of the only free, good free streaming uh, well, song systems. I like paying the 10 bucks. I get a YouTube read for free. And then when, I get, when I'm driving or some, doing something, it's like instead of having to carry all this different music with me, I don't even listen to music most of the time. It's like, you know what? I actually I, I heard Mangria Moments. I want to hear the original Magic Moment. I, I, I want to see what that song is. And it's like, oh. Yeah, if only you weren't being ass-raped on data charges. Yeah, I know. That's with Fi. I know. Motherfuckers. Oh, God. That's a whole other fucking drama. Uh, where do I even start? How was your week? I listened to Dana Gould on Aryan Boyfriend. Oh, did you like it? Yeah. It was really revealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would rather prefer funny Dana Gould. I don't know, because funny, he's going to repeat something. Like, he talks about his show, he's like, I heavily edit everything. It's like, except for your repetition. Yeah, not well enough, considering <laughs> you're doubling up bits. They're doubling up 10-second uh, segments at times. Well, Fitzsimmons has been doing that, man. He just came back on Corolla, and uh, I have to, I'm seven blogs behind again. Lax, dude, fucking kill me. I have to write for 14 hours straight. I have to write 20,000 words. I wish I was fucking dead. Uh, he comes back on. He's like, yeah. He's like, how long till Donald Trump calls Hillary Clinton a cunt? And he's like, dude, you said this exact last time you were on the show a month ago. You said this on your show every fucking episode. What? No, but I mean uh, on the Dana Gould show, he's running the same – he's like running the same – Oh, the same. Bit yeah, the same 10 bit. seconds and then 10 seconds again. I know. I know. I know. It later comes up again in the second chat. He's like, well, I'm talking about here, but I just want to talk about here. And it's like, okay, well, it's really exposing yourself. Yes, so as I said, my iTunes is randomly deleting shit, which is not fun, and I probably lost half of the podcasts I listened to this week and have no idea what ones I might uh, want to comment on, because damned if I can fucking remember. The latest classic love line was posted without an intro. I had to call in for nine hours of no pay to get those two episodes ready to air, and then it was either done carelessly and somebody just forgot... Or it's like a fuck you to me, and somebody from one of those Reddit threads forwarded them something, so now they're going to split ties with me. But again, they don't have any tapes except for 2003, 4, and 5, some, which they don't even know where they are. So if they separate me from the show, then there's no more classic love line, which is everybody Well, keeps... you've already said you'd quit a couple weeks ago. Why have you unquit? I was have they try... started paying you? There was Some people wrote to me, and they were really sad, and they're like, listen, I've been supporting your work forever. I know the truth about what you do. I know it for fact, and should anything ever happen to you, I'll tell the truth about what you've done and everything you've done for us. Don't end the show because of these assholes. You're right. They no, always pop you're, up. No, you're ending... You should end it because they're not paying you. Well, not even not paying me. Like they have me not work, and then they don't even put my intro on the episode. It's like, huh, what does that matter? It's like, well, that's that's an extra thirty minutes of work, dude. It's like, if they're not paying you, stop doing it. I, I don't know. And everybody's like, now everybody's jumping up and down, having a, a, like, oh, they got rid of his intro. See it work, guys. Uh, let's jack off and each cutters come. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't stand this anymore. And then, so uh, don't go to the Reddit threads. Oh, I, I haven't. I, I haven't. Somebody, somebody sent me something. They're like, yeah, everybody thinks that they got you fired. Is that true? Are you fired? Why aren't you on the intro? So it's, it's one of those. I wake up to that. I, I was up till 11 o'clock this morning. I fell asleep for three hours. Then I had to work even more. Uh, Just Cause 3 came out, which is a video game I've been waiting for for five years. So that's, that's what I do is I, I there's like, a, like three game series I like, and then one comes out every two or three years or five years. So I don't, I don't play video games all the time, but when, when one comes out I like, it's like, okay, well, I want to put 15 hours into it in a week. That's not a lot. That's like an hour here, an hour there, maybe get a two-hour session in. 
And even that has been just, it's too hard for me to do. It's just impossible. There's the dog barking to annoy me. And then, uh, fucking with, with the day job, they, uh, randomly have missing paychecks. So two of my checks just didn't show up. And there's hours missing when they do show up. And then you try to get to deal with them, deal with it. And they're like, yeah, we can't help you talk to India. You can't talk to India. That's where our payroll is now. They're just literally spreading everything out so they can just steal and do whatever they want. And there's no stopping them. So not only am I losing five bucks an hour to work from home, my checks have been less than a third of what they normally are. And I'm just getting, I can't, there's nothing I can do about it. And then with my freelance work, which I'm not allowed to mention, but doing certain things that I'm seven behind on, uh, they like, you know, I got a nice letter, happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. And it's like, oh, great, thanks. And then my check never showed up. And then my next check never showed up. Then my next check never showed up. So essentially, I had nothing. I, I was living off nothing. I had no money, no food. I managed to get that pie on Thanksgiving. And that was about it. And that shitty fake stuffing I had. But uh, what, what the worst part is, is finally I was like, okay, well, the check's got to be here by the 3rd. That's rent day. As long as it's here by then, I can drive out to my office, go to my credit union. They'll let me get $500 cash off the check immediately. If I have that, I can then send it here, then put the money here, grab a money order. And if I do it all this way, I can pay it perfectly. But the mail doesn't show up here until 3.30. And then their office at the, at the apartments closes at 6. So I have, I'll have a two-and-a-half-hour window to drive an hour and a half, get back here, get it all done. All right, all right, I'm on this, I'm on this. And I get it all ready to go. Mail comes, no checks. Uh, then I'm just I'm shit out of luck. So I just, I just ask somebody, I'm like, hey, I, I didn't want to do this humiliating. Can I, can I borrow this amount of money for a day and a half so I can pay my rent? They're like, yeah, I'm a rich guy. I don't care. Here you go. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And then uh, I get the cash. But the only way to get it out now is to go get a money order. So I immediately go over to the Kroger next door. I wait in line for 45 minutes. Uh, I get up to the front of the line. The woman there ca- counts my cash nine times. Like, literally, it's not, it's not even exaggerating. I watched her do it. And then there was no other register open. But then they open another register while I'm waiting, and they give out three money orders after I've already paid. And then the, the girl goes, machine's maxed out for the day. I was like, what? She's like, machine's maxed out for the day. I was like, I, I don't understand what that means. I got, I got 10 minutes, or else I'm going to get charged a $400 late fee to get an eviction notice. Then I got to log in for work. Otherwise, I'll be fired. I, I just got to go. And then she's like, machine's maxed out for the day. I'm like, I don't understand what that means. I just gave you all my money. Uh, I have to get a money order. Sorry, I can't help you. I was like, well, I have to get my money back. Then I have to, I have to figure this out. This is terrible. What, you just took people in front of me. That's so rude. Why, I, I don't understand what's going on. And then the guy goes, manager up here. And he calls up this fucking, this guy that looks like uh, Mark Byers the, in, from the West Memphis Three, the one they thought killed the kids. But didn't he looks exactly like him but he goes by jason uh so he took the name of the boy he fucked and murdered uh and uh he comes up and he's like he's like what's the problem here and he's like he's like i'm gonna have to ask you to leave and never come back here <laughs> as i was like what as i was like you took my money and then you took other people in line in front of me i haven't done anything except say that you got me a four-hour late fee and i'm in a rush and i need my money back and then she's refusing to give me my money back and then and i was like i'm never coming back to the store ever again anyway you're, you're, you're being terrible and he's like you should have waited till the last minute I was like, what? I was like, there's a 45-minute line because everybody in my complex is getting money orders. You don't know anything about me. How about, how about when you come up to me, just say, oh, I'm sorry, the machine's down, man. It sucks. Or, you know, I'm sorry, you know, it's for service. That's all you got to say. Or you don't have to say it. You just say, yeah, machine didn't work. Too bad. Here's your money. You don't have to do anything. But you don't have to come up to me and go, shouldn't wait till the last minute. And he starts fucking picking at me and just giving me shit. And then the, this cut in line starts laughing at me, some old woman. And she's just fucking mocking me. It was horrible. And I was like, all right, this is a horrible experience. So they refused to give me my cash back. So then they are going to credit all of my money to my debit card, even though I gave them 70%, 80% of it in cash. So then all the money is just not on my card. It's gone. So now I got a $400 late fee for being late, even though I wasn't late. And uh, then uh, I leave the store. And I call back. I'm like, listen, I need to speak to somebody above this guy. He was treated poorly. And he gets on the phone. Listen, he goes, I got five people giving statements. You threatened to take me outside. You said you were going to shoot me in the head. 
I was like, well, actually, you have video cameras. I didn't say any of that. I said, you look like a child molester, and that's on the video camera. And I said, upon leaving, after you banned me from the store permanently, because you do resemble a child molester, go watch the West Memphis documentaries. I said, I hope this call is recorded. I'm never coming to your store again. You're a liar. And uh, that guy is the one who said, I'll take you outside to me. So that's what I had to go through. And uh, then I got cost 400 bucks. I got a late for work, so I'm 30 minutes out of adherence. And I can't complain to anybody about the money being late. And then if I try to say anything on Twitter, people write to me and call me a middle-aged housewife and say I'm being dramatic or make fun of me for using money orders as if I chose to use a money order. And uh, now I'm just fucked. And then if I come home and I cry about it, they'll give me an eviction notice for crying in my apartment because I'm not allowed to be upset about these impossible situations I get put in. And I guess the solution is have more money, but that would require people to pay me on time or pay me for work that's been done. And then there's no way to complain about it because if I do, then I get nasty emails threatening to never pay me again. I would say your one of your problems is you don't live like a poor person. Yeah, I, I guess, but I, I live like a poor person my whole life. I don't. I don't. I mean, like my, my biggest extravagance is I don't cook for myself, which is the thing we've been over a million times. But it's just it's just a situation of a money order machine being maxed out. I'm sitting there in line, like looking at the clock, looking at my phone. Oh, this is the worst part. And then after I get the update, and my phone usually goes to battery one percent. Now with the update, it's supposed to improve your battery. I look at my phone; it's got three percent. It dies in front of me when I need it most. I just need to call somebody to help me, or call the cops because I, they're trying to steal my money. And uh, there's nobody to help me there. And the people in line are just giving me giving me the dirtiest looks, like I'm the asshole when they're the ones that cut in front of me and got their money orders, and I didn't get mine, and I paid before them yeah i don't know it's, it's it's my i'm cursed people hate me and treat me like garbage and then they lie and then you try and i try to tell people this is what happened and they're like oh well it's your fault for using money orders so any podcast news yeah i wish i was dead uh i'm supposed to do more classic love line but i still haven't re- received a reply that was telling me that they accidentally left off my intro and until i received that i refused to go back to work on it uh for them uh, i finished the maddie tapes there were 13 of them uh i told them i was halfway done but i hadn't even started because i'm so backlogged so i did them over the past three days and now i'm back on the last hundred kevin tapes there's 35 lost episodes that are missing entirely about 10 that are uh, partials and then a bunch of duplicates that have a missing minute here or there. I actually, oh, uh, Relay.fm has opened a subscriber option. So they're kind of doing the max fun model without being so annoying about it. You can tell the sign up for a monthly, one-time, or yearly subscription. All the money that they get minus, uh, I guess, processing fees goes to the hosts of the shows that you say you listen to. Um, and once a year, you'll get an extra episode if you're a subscriber. All but one person have canceled their monthly PayPal donations to our show, so I went through and I canceled all mine, uh, even to uh, Schmitty. Uh, but I'm waiting for Schmitty to get a Patreon, then I'm going to fucking give him five bucks a month. Or well, remember, there's, there's canceled, and then there's PayPal who sends an email to the people that are subscribers and say, you've canceled, or you've, you, they've canceled, they've dropped you um, for random, which they haven't. Yeah, that happens to no agenda all the time. They sent PayPal sends out emails to the subscribers saying, uh, "No agenda has canceled your subscription." Yeah, well, that that can be done through a dashboard inside your PayPal account, and if you hit some settings as a newcomer, you can do that yourself. So no, no agenda never does that. Okay, but maybe they don't. But there's some like fraud stuff you can trip, and then if you switch from a donation base, there's a couple things you can do in PayPal internally to yeah, fuck that. They've up. never done that, but all of PayPal is all the time saying that you. Like the person you've decided to give money to on a regular basis has canceled it, and 
So PayPal is one of the ways PayPal is fucking horrible. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, well, that's terrible. I separated my PayPal account from eBay permanently, so that's uh, removed completely, uh, which is unfortunate. Like, I still can't delete my eBay accounts, even though I don't use them, and there's nothing pending, and I don't owe them anything. But because other people sent me a used diaper, I can't delete that account ever. And then they get to write horrible comments about how I'm a bad seller, except everybody else had 100% positive, except for the guy that sold me, gave, sent me back a diaper in my PlayStation. I hate my life. Um, then what else is going on? Uh, Loveline is bullshit. Um, so got, is Schmidt actually doing podcasts anymore? Yeah, he's doing podcasts. I think he's going to do a Patreon, so I'd rather support him on Patreon. It turns out I've given him $62 over the years so far. Because um, nothing he's released to shin up on Overcast for more than a week. Oh, really? You might, you might need to resubscribe them. Maybe someone's with your feed. Well, it's the feed that's worked for the previous months, weeks, years. I have it. I, I had the most recent episode. Let me pull it up. God, I hate him so much. He just tortures me. He only barks to hassle me because he wants to bother me. And he's not even like, oh, he wants to hang out with you. He loves you. Oh, yeah, there's something wrong with the feed. They fucked up the feed. The feed has no content. So I don't know. I haven't seen anything post been, there. They've been updating the website and stuff. And I keep getting this air every time I refresh. God damn it, Schmitty, who did you let update this shit? Oh, fuck, dude. So I just assumed he'd cancel this show. No. This is, he was just talking about some new moves they're going to be making. I'm adding it to comedy. So I have added uh, two new podcasts uh, um, and dipped into the flop house. How was, was, how was the flop content. house? They're talking about Chappie, and it actually seems okay. Oh, my I God. Actually... Lax Schmitty fucked his feed. <laughs> it's working now. I got a new one. He's lost all of his listeners. He just lost all of his listeners. Okay. Well, tell him good job. He has no idea this happened. Oh, my God, dude. Everybody's going to have to resubscribe. Not everybody's going to do it. This is how you burn a show. Now he has five episodes in the feed like he always has. There's a new one. It's called uh, Spock My Dimple Spacey. Okay. Well, let him know. Good job. I was telling them I was going to help them with this, but I haven't had any time. I think everybody just—I think I think they think I failed them because I don't have to. Like, I have these compilations. Oh, fuck me! All right, I'm gonna listen to a no agenda because Laxty presented a theory about uh, MH370 that he said is the kind of stuff they talk about. On no agenda. As long as I have to hear them hate on Corolla, I think I'm willing to finally listen. No, they've mentioned Corolla once or twice. Yeah, I can I can handle it. Uh, so I've started listening to. St- Top Scallop, which is Merlin Man and some dude called Max, who maybe is related to Cards Against Humanity. And I couldn't find out anything about him see? other than that he was maybe uh, charged or accused of having raped someone when maybe he didn't. Did you see the Cards Against Humanity thing where they basically, on the uh, Black Friday, they put up this thing where you can just give money to their staff, and then yes. their staff posts what they bought, and everybody's like, oh, it's so funny. It's like, I don't think it's that funny. The one chick bought a $2,000 golden dildo and a bunch of lube. It's like, Well, and in the past, they have uh, put their, put the, doubled the price of their, of their things. Of that, the, that's of their fine. That's fine. That's, I get it. They've but- taken all the products off. What what is that message she's sending? Is it's like a feminist message? It's like no no your fans give you all this money and you're gonna shove a gold plated dildo in your twat because you're worth it. You're worth a gold plated. What a who fuck? cares? It's a joke, Geo. I don't think it's it is a, a joke. joke. I think I mean, it's, 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 it, yes, it's a joke. They bought that stuff. They're showing you what they bought. I, yes, don't, I don't think it's a joke. They bought it as a joke because people gave them money when they didn't want them to give them money. They want them to stay home and be with their family. I don't think it is a joke. I think she's a cunt. I don't. But they are doing Top Scallop where they talk about Top Chef. All right. 
So it's, like, it's actually like top surprisingly sound, scrambled good. eggs, but it's uh, for Top Chef. Yes. And then uh, Surprisingly Awesome, which is a Gimlet Media show with, I guess, one of the guys from Planet Money and, oh, the guy who did Anchorman, Adam McKay. McKay. And they do, it's like a half hour on, like, how fungus means you're in America. Hmm. Uh, just, or how the importance of fungus. All right, so Adam McKay is the permanent host? Yes, it's Adam McKay and Adam, I don't know, McJewish name. That could be interesting. I like Adam McKay. And they're, I think it's a half hour every other week. All right. I've been getting caught up on stuff. I get through a bunch of crying out louds. I still have, like, seven. I got through most of the TV guidance counselors, uh, which were actually really enjoyable. Um, let's see, I got through the Rodericks. I don't think I have much else that's bunched up. Yeah, and I did have a show that pissed me off. Who was that? Dune reads Goosebumps, Screams of the Evil Genie, Give Yourself Goosebumps. I haven't listened yet. Uh, I think Dune was really fucking high. Oh, yeah, this is that one where he told me he was going to get really high and do this. And really not good because of it? Yeah, I'll have to go listen, I don't know. It's probably, I don't know. It's either he hates me or he's super depressed. I don't know. I guess I'm depressing to talk to. Whatever. Yeah. So it wasn't really a good episode because he was really high and not the good way. All right. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> from what I understand, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a snort-based thing, and he doesn't smoke things, so and he doesn't like mushrooms, so probably some letters. I don't know. I think I'm giving you have... hints. I'm pretty sure it might have been pot. I don't know. No, Laxtude. Keep going. Okay, doesn't matter. L. Uh, anyways, did not. It wasn't that kind. Oh, okay. I don't think it was that. I th- I, I bet uh, maybe it was a micro microdose. Um, like I said, not really a good episode. I'll be a judge of that. I'll go listen. Maybe it's his best one ever. Who knows? Uh, so anything that you didn't like. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, uh, I listened to the AFI podcast. I wasn't going to bring it up, but now I don't give a shit. Fire Inside Out. Uh, I listened finally finished the interview with a- AFI's Hunter Bergen. I heard the first half of it uh, up to the last 65 minutes on the plane home with Dune, or from Dune, and then I didn't listen to the rest of it. It came out November 2nd. I finished it. Really good interview. It's decent. It's interesting to hear from him. But then the next episode is from November 9th, talking to AFI HQ superfans. It's a garbage episode. It just sucks. And then uh, I was supposed to be on a fire inside out, but they, uh, of course, asked me to do it, and then I reminded them politely. Then I gave them all the Loveline files they needed for it because they weren't talking about AFI and Loveline, and they were going to talk to me about it because I know more about it than anybody else. But then, uh, just conveniently, as his, his uh, co-host lost interest in doing the show for a while, was too busy. And then he's like, oh, okay, what are your free dates? I told him. And then yesterday he writes to me and says, can you do it right now? I was like, well, no, I'm stuck working, but I might get off early. And then right as I get off early and I'm going to email him and say I'm off, he writes me and goes, ah, oh, we just wrapped the episode. Yeah, we're not going to use you. We don't need you. Don't worry. I'll give you a nice shout-out. Bye. Yeah. So might have been on a podcast where I actually know everything about AFI and Black Audio, and I had a really cool argument, and I came up with some prep work, and I was ready to do a really killer 25, 30 minutes, and my dog wasn't going to be barking, and they fucking just canceled on me. So figures. All right. Any contenders? Yeah, I got a lot. Okay, I don't have any because fuck iTunes. Yeah, agreed. Uh, fuck fucking RSS feeds, Jesus Christ. I have another show I hated, uh, Race Wars with Tracy Morgan. 
Uh, Race War is a pretty good show. I really like Sherrod Small. He, Smalls. He, he's like a he's a black comedian who's typical in a lot of ways. Where you're like, okay, that's similar to Martin Lawrence. That's similar to Chris Rock. That's similar to this guy. It's like, okay, he's got all these things, but he doesn't have any of the stuff that other guys have. Where he's like. He has the freedom of like a white guy comic where he can make gay jokes, that kind of stuff. It doesn't have the machismo element, which he, it, but this still has a thing about his giant dong and the cover art is him with a giant black lightsaber, brown lightsaber, and the white coast is a smaller white lightsaber. But it's not, it's not done that weird way that like uh, black male comedians have to present it like a front. It's interesting. And then uh, Kurt Metzger is a really interesting co host. But they keep having uh, the chick who played Naylan Palin on, Lisa Ann, or whatever, some porn star, some former porn actress who's like a producer. And she's like crazy, and she's ranting about how she had to pay five hundred grand her life savings because of social media, Twitter, and they had her in court. Blah 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 blah. blah. And Tracy Morgan comes on, and uh, he's a little damaged, a little slow, but he's being funny. But he's repeating himself a little bit, and then she's doing that thing that like women do, where they're talking down to children, or like when they're trying to be like sexual with somebody who's not like. I, I don't know how to describe this. Like uh, one time, I was at my buddy Clarence's house, and his mom, who's like. 40 something 50 and her friend Vicky came home with two guys in their 20s from Waldo's bar and like we just happened across the living room and they're telling them whether or not they shave their crotches or not and like and then she was talking about how tight she is because she had a C-section deliveries for her kids and it's like ugh it's like that feeling and she's like talking to Tracy Morgan that way and it's really creepy and she's like in like talking about being sexual with him and he's like like fake hitting on her and it's just, it's just really uncomfortable flow and it's just it's not a good episode and it's just well you had this big name Tracy Morgan booking and you ruined it with this dumb cunt yeah because for some reason people put porn stars on podcasts and think it's going to be good she doesn't have the worst opinion she was talking about the james dean thing and she's like she was like defending him but she's like yeah we had to stop working together because he became too violent and he understood why it's like what wait a minute you're saying the exact same thing they're saying so it was just i don't know they, they oftentimes have like women who work on jezebel or any like these blog sites places i don't really like but then those women basically reveal that yeah working there's not so great and they're going to stop working there and they don't really share maybe all the politics of the people who run it who are maybe more militant and have uh, axe to grind, uh, or axe wound at this way, I guess. Yeah, uh, so did not like that episode. Uh, do not listen to it, just because it's Tracy Morgan on. It's fucking painful. It'll take you a week. Well, I would yourself. never listen to anything Tracy Morgan was on, because I kind of find him insufferable. Yeah, uh, Nerdist 767 is my also ran. Allison Tolman, the uh, main actress from the first season of Fargo, who I have a huge crush on, but only as the cop in Fargo. Uh, long shot podcast ten oh seven through ten twelve. I rediscovered my love for the long shot. I, was, I, I really liked uh, the new co-host, and uh, I don't know something about it. It just it hit me who's the, the right new time. Co- who's who's the ex co-host? <clears throat> oh well, they they went down to three because Eddie Pepitone, and then they brought in last. They haven't even had a, they haven't had him on long enough yet to even have a mailback episode where they write about him. Uh, their their guy, their frequent guest. Uh, what the fuck's his name? I always space it. Uh, fuck, I'll pull it this way. Joe something. It's not Joe DeRosa. What the fucking podcast in my head? But they still have Flam. Oh yeah, they just brought Eliana uh, and depressed old guy Amber K. Well, he's not depressed anymore. He's now the showrunner of two different series. So it's this weird thing of he's coming to terms with the fact that his friend had to tell him, which is probably some other guy we know that's famous, that he's now a uh, showrunner, and that's something he has to contend with. It's not something he can kind of whine about anymore. He can keep getting jobs. So it's. It's Conroy, different, right? Yeah, Sean Conroy. But I'm looking for their other host. Uh, uh, let's see here. Well, Eddie Pepitone was the only reason I ever listened, and then he was kind of the reason why I stopped. 
and because they were all assholes. I didn't like Eddie Pepitone. I listened because you recommended it, but uh, I wasn't. I was never a Pepitone fan. I don't even think he's funny. I think Pepitone's kind of like comedy death. He's not funny, but he can be funny. I can't find the guy's last name. I like him. Uh, Joe Wagner. That's it. Oh, yeah. He but jo- that was a chick who used to host. Um... That's Jill Wagner. This okay. is Joe Wagner. Who Damashek had a crush on. Probably. He I... wanted to rub his stink all over her, uh, as yeah. I recall. You have a decent memory for some things. Uh... Well, in the fact that um, he has completely ruined the Imperial Death March for me. Oh, yeah. With the Creep of the Week song. I know. I cannot hear that music without saying that, so, so I hate him for it. What do you think about the likely thing that Mark Hamill's not even in the Star Wars movie, that he just shows up at the very end to get his lightsaber back, and then he's maybe in the next one? Oh, possible. That's, that's, I think that's exactly what happens. That's better not, i tell you. I think the day after I fly to England, I have to see Star Wars. Yeah, I mean... Uh... This better not... If, if this is a fucking bad Star Wars... There might be hell to pay in the London theater. Well, they've kind of revealed what it is. It's not really Star Wars. Like, the whole premise is Daisy Ridley, who is probably the daughter of Solo and Princess Leia, but they haven't revealed that yet. She, uh, she, she doesn't know she lives in the Star Wars universe. So, like, what if somebody was just kind of like a loser who lived on a shitty planet and had no idea they lived in this grander universe where all these things happened? And like, yeah, but how are they going to fan wank her not knowing who her parents are? I'm sure that it's they had to hide them because they were going to be killed by the First Order. And then basically the chick from Game of Thrones, Brianna Tark, she, they basically revealed she's going to be like the... No, I don't care. No, you Don't tell me anything. No, I don't she, care what you've had that's been revealed. No, no she's going to be... It's not revealed. It's the producer. She's just going to have lots of work, they said. So she's going to be in a lot of the movies. So it's like, okay, that's who they're going to bank a lot of this on. But I just... Yeah, I might... There might be a bad thing happening in a theater if I don't like this movie. I think they're going to like it. I think the problem is, like, everybody wants Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker to see each other, and I don't think that's going to happen, and I think something's going to happen, so that can never happen. So that, that to me, is like, what? you got all three of these fucking assholes in the same movie, and you didn't even put them on the same set for One Piece, and now... Well, yeah, because the only, you know the only reason Han Solo's there is because Harrison Ford wants him to die. Yes! Okay, there you go. So you know because gonna... he's Harrison Ford, he's like Bill. He's like crotchety Bill Murray, but he wants a little bit of money. Yeah. He just doesn't want all the money. He wants a little bit. Yeah, but the fact that you got all three of them in a fucking picture together, and maybe none of them share screen time. They're all fucking old. Who cares? Now, then they talk about that on Fat Man and Batman about how Carrie's been talking about how they pressure her to lose weight, and then Mark Bernardin, who's usually the PC, but yeah, police, because she weighed like yeah. Double what she should have. And then Mark Bernard, who's usually the PC police, goes, yeah, but she's not mentioning the part where Mark Hamill had an extra 70 pounds on him that he had to lose as well, that everybody had to lose because you're an actor. That's part of the job. It's not a feminist thing. It's not a sexism thing. Mark Hamill probably lose more weight than you did. Well, I don't know. He lost about 70 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's also, I guess they are about the same age. Yeah. He's maybe even a bit older. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Roderick on the line, uh, 182, uh, which was them in person. Yes, that's uh, my number one. It's amazing. Okay, we'll get that later. Uh, Nerdist 766, Kelly Carlin. Uh, interesting. Duh. Kelly Carlin can die in a fucking fire. It's all about her. And then as soon as Chris goes, what would you like us to know about you separate from your father? It has nothing to do with him. And she's like, oh, my God, such a great question. So great. And it's like, okay, Kelly. And even on that same episode, she goes, we all love talking about ourselves. I'm up our own asshole. I'm guilty of it myself. And it's like, yeah, you really are. Okay. So up to the top five then? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, my number five, no agenda number 779, peak coffee. Um, like I said, I had, when no agenda's on my list, it means I had trouble figuring out finding a top five because fuck iTunes. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the podcasts I look forward to the most. Should I start with this one? I think you might be a little lost with, all, with any of them, but you just so they do like seven hours a week, so you better just, six or seven hours a week, you better just jump in. Okay. Um, they like playing sound clips and weird, uh, things that they go on for a while and they give everyone, they have trouble remembering people's names, but they remember like stupid nicknames for them. So it might take you a while to realize, oh, they mean this person. Okay. But, um, so I, like I said, as it's released, I listen to it. So it's one of my few download immediately, immediate podcasts. All right. Uh, you're number five. Fat Man on Batman 101, uh, reactions to the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Now, uh, our, our buddy uh, Josh uh, P., who's written our sports column for us once or twice, and he always gives me great feedback on the show. He loves, seems to love Gods. He was talking about, don't, he's like, don't watch the Batman Superman trailer. You're going to be super disappointed. Now, me, I hated how doomsday looked. I hate the stupid CG background of flames and ashes that I've seen a, some, some shots and promo stuff for. It doesn't do not appeal to me. But the human stuff, and people are like, oh, it's so over the top. I loved it. Uh, even Kevin. Kevin started crying, and he was talking about it. He's like, it has nothing to do with being friends with Ben Affleck. He's like, that moment where Lex Luthor introduces them, and then under his breath, uh, as, as, uh, as fucking Bruce Wayne, he goes, Lex. Like, like he knows him, and he kind of derides him a little bit. He's like, he just under, he's like yeah, Lex. Like saying hello to him, and I was like, "That is a good moment." And then, like the the part where the Clark Kent's questioning him, and then he's like, he, "But he knows Clark Kent is Superman there, but Clark Kent doesn't know he's Batman, I guess, at that point. But he knows he's Superman." He's like, "Yeah, aliens." I'm talking. He's like basically giving him horrible insults. I really was compelled by it. I thought that's exactly what I was expecting from the film, and it's what I wanted. I think it's going to be absolutely horrible. I don't. I think people are uh, being too harsh on it now. I hope they don't go back and unpicture lock it and change anything to please these haters. I think it's exactly what I assumed it was going to be. And because when you really think about them, the bat- most recent Batmans, not so great. Uh, people make all these different arguments for them. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. This is, this is a little bit different. They're doing Bat God. So, like, the stuff they haven't shown yet is that, again... Bruce Wayne, that moment where he first meets Clark Kent, he already knows he's Superman and Clark Kent. He knows everything. He, he, he's already planned everything. There isn't a moment that he hasn't, doesn't have a contingency for. They've never shown that anywhere except the comics, and I don't like the comics. So it's a thing of, it's a really cool notion of Batman, but you've never been able to see him anywhere except maybe the comics and like the video game, I guess. But the, it's, it's, if, if, it's not like I was doing a technical song. It's, 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 uh, it, uh, I think it's going to work. I think it's going to make a ton of money. And I, I, I think the reviews are going to be mixed though, probably because it's a Zack Snyder movie. Okay. Uh, my number four then, uh, Eureka podcast, one forty two, the Monty Hall problem. Um, hear a little bit about, uh, fallout from Thanksgiving and yeah, Craig, uh, Craig's a little pissed off. no, Jeremy is a little pissed off, and uh, otherwise, uh, Craig's mother met the future in-laws. Oh. That seems to have gone not horrendously. Yeah, I don't even know how you do that, man. Like, they've got those normal steps to me. It's like, ah, shit, has anybody I've ever dated and met my mom since I was 12? No. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. A good episode. Everyone should always listen. All right, uh, TV Guidance Counselor, November, uh, 113, 
Ted uh, Pettengill and Christina Weiss. Uh, then episode one on four, John Reinman. You'll have to go back three months. That's why I'm just doing all four of them. Uh, let's see, one on five, Gary Shomers, and one on sixteen, Emily Heller. I'm putting them all at my number four, and they're tied with uh, another episode. Let's see what this is. Oh, after disaster. Uh, three, one, two. It's the bear meth recipes. Uh, pretty good. A really fun episode. Uh, lots of funny one-liners from Tyler's kind of on fire. And the TV, the guidance counselors, the one with the couple's pretty great. And the last one with Emily was pretty decent. Uh, I'd say one of them's not as good as the other four, the other three, but overall really good four episode block. I listened to, I really enjoyed it. I was glad to catch up finally. You really need to go and find the animated, uh, short that Emily Heller and John Hodgman did for Wired a couple of years ago called Code Fellas. Okay. Where Hodgman plays the old NSA person and Emily Heller is the new NSA person. Is it like Goodfellas but for codes? It's like seven short episodes right. animated. Very incredibly funny. Not... I've, I'll watch it every couple of months. Don't mix that with Code Monkeys. No, Code Fellas. Code very, Monkeys very, like... Right. Wait, uh, didn't uh, what's his face Colton do that song too? Code Monkeys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, theme that song was, was one of his song a day songs. That the, that theme song was so annoying. <clears throat> I like the song. I like Code. I, I had to, I had to hear it so many times for the promos on G Four for that TV show Code Monkeys. Oh, I've never seen uh, the TV. Adam show. De La Pena had a TV show for one season called Code Monkeys. And yeah, and like, I could never. Code Monkeys like Code Monkeys like. I could never find it online because no one cared about it. Was he on that show or was he on the other show he did that was the racist show on Cartoon Network? I never saw because I didn't have cable at the time. There was like, uh, like there was Fast, who was like a black guy that was super fast. And then there was like a bunch of different other characters. That, I don't remember. They're racist I think Drew might have been on all of them. Okay. Uh, what's your number three? Uh, TV Guidance Counselor 117, Todd Barry. I didn't like that one as much. Yeah. But I couldn't remember it, and it got Todd, deleted. Todd was such a – I don't know. Todd was Todd. Yes. Uh, you're number three. Uh, Allison Rosen's your new best friend. Uh, something, something, curtain. Uh, Jenna pooped on her baby. <laughs> That's not the title, but uh, they have her baby there. They gave birth. They talk about the birth experience. It sounds so intrusive and horrendous. A nurse told her that she didn't need to make all that noise. It doesn't help, which – Saying that to a woman giving birth probably doesn't help either. You stupid that gets you punched. Yeah, and also you know, like, like there's some really embarrassing things happening. Like she talked about how she she knows she pooped uh, because the nurse went. She felt the nurse go down there and like wipe something away. It's like, oh my god. Well, yeah, and it helps build the. I'm not kidding. It helps build your kid's immune system. So it kind of works out for the better that you poop on your kid. Oh man, I just the idea of like I don't know how women do any of that. I, I uh, God bless you or don't. I don't care. I just I can't be a part of any of this. This is just this is terrifying. Well, I've been on all the, all the births facing my wife's head well, from at her fucking Mormon ass fucking Al watched full. He watched the full fucking thing. They asked him. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. He's watched the whole thing. He loved. It. He's like the most beautiful, horrifying thing I've ever seen. I don't care. It sounds bad enough. I don't need to see it. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, mandatory C sections for all. No. It's probably best not to have your stomach hacked open. Yeah, well, if I if I were a kid, uh, he's not touching his mom's cunt. Just so when he goes down the schoolyard, he can do the same thing that I never got a chance to because nobody told me. Which if anybody's ever bullying you, just remind them you were born C-section and you've never actually touched their mom's pussy, nor has your penis been inside their mom's pussy, like but theirs has. So they technically are a motherfucker. And if they want to make fun of you, that's fine, but you've never fucked your own mother. So they better go look in the mirror long and hard, and then you go back to playing and have a good day. 
Yeah, and they still beat the ever 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 loving snot out of you. Oh, I, I teach people to throw. I teach my kid how to throw a punch. Uh, so your number was that your number three? Um, yep, that's my number three. Uh, Jenna pooped on her baby. Okay, my number two, the incomparable number two seventy five comprehensive tapestry policy, where they talk about Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and Lion in Winter, which is someone else's traditional Christmas movie, even though it's completely not Christmas. And I really like them breaking apart movies, especially one when there's a movie that one person really likes, Lion in Winter, and a movie that someone really, really hates, which happens to be Lion in Winter as well. And yes, so I just really love this show. So That sounds like the canon's a bit of a ripoff of it. What's the canon? Basically, movie fight. They usually pit two movies against each other. They decide which one goes in the canon of great cinema of all time, but they still can't say that in a non-wordy, shitty way. Where oh, no. This is just them talking about... Usually, they talk about movies on a theme. Sometimes it's old movies. Well, that's what they do. That's what they do. Like, be... They said Rocky versus uh, Rambo. Oh, but they're not, co- they're not co- having these movies compete with each other. They're just talking about them. Oh, okay. I thought it was a movie fight. No. Oh, I was thinking something else. Okay, uh, I caught up on Jesse vs. Cancer. I don't know if I talked about this last week. He's now playing covers of him covering Daft Punk songs. So, like, what he does is he finds, like, all their samples and then re-records the vocals and tries to match it. Why? Apparently that's, like, a thing. Like, and he's like, I know I sound like a real hipster. My love of typewriters and I cover Daft Punk music. It's like, uh, all right. But then he was talking about, like, the cancer stuff on the most recent episode. He does this thing that I don't like, which he'll crack himself up, which I totally get. You're doing a podcast by yourself. But sometimes it's hilarious. But I'd say about half the time it's, it feels like it's forced. And he's just, like, he's trying to indicate he's yeah, doing Yeah, it seems like fake. he's doing a fake Bill Burr. Yeah, he's, he's doing, like, ah, like he's, like, uh, trying to show the audience he's kidding. But half the time it's a genuine laughter and I'm laughing with him. But it's just, huh. Yeah. I'd be more bummed about that interview that people cost me by emailing him and saying bad things, but I don't really care. He's now responsible for a while. I'll never go to a doctor, so. So your number, was that your number two? Yeah, my phone just died in front of my face, so I got to pull it from Google Keep on my desktop right now because the universe hates me and I can't have anything nice. It died with 5% battery. <laughs> Punish me for updating. Ah, oh, kill me. Well, that's why you need to charge your phone. Oh, right? I, I do. I do. Uh, wait, it's probably past its prime now. Joe Rogan, 730. Demetrius Johnson. Uh, they call him Mighty Mouse. He's from Kirkland, Washington. No idea. Or he lives there now, at least. He name-dropped PCC, where my mom spent most of my days and all of her pays. Uh, the Whole Foods of Washington State, our own their smaller little boutique health food stores right there in Houghton. And then he mentioned teriyaki madness, where all my friends ate from. And I used to smell it in their house. It smelled so good. And like they'd have like teriyaki dinner, and I'd just like wait upstairs till they're done eating or sit there and stare sadly. And he was talking about like all the stuff I love. He was a really nice guy, and like he's so uh, non atypical. It's like, it's like when you listen to him, you're like, is this a black guy? Like, if you didn't know who Demetrius Johnson was, and you just saw his name, you're like, I'm assuming he's a black guy, but you don't know by his voice, by his mannerisms, by anything. And you don't think, oh, he's a white guy. Or he just, he's like, I don't know who this dude is. Is he Asian? Is he white? I have no idea. He just defies stereotypes in a really interesting way. And that's just naturally who he is as a person. And uh, he's a really compelling dude. And I had no interest in him. And, like, the thing about him is he's been a UFC champ for, like, eight years. But he's, like, a flyweight, so nobody cares. So, like, he goes down to, like, clubs in Washington and nobody knows who he is and he can't get in. They don't understand that he's, like, the champ. But because of his weight class, just nobody cares and he's able to fly under the radar. And he talks about what he likes about that. And he's 
really honest and a very interesting dude. And that's tied with Sketchy, uh, 193 and 194. Sketchy Podcast is one of my most comfortable shoe podcasts uh, that exist, the one that's left. Uh, Matty Newcomb and his co-host, a couple are, are really good, Ingrid and uh, other dude who I love. Uh, they're just, I love hearing them talk about animated stuff. I like I like the show. I like the vibe of it. I'm glad they don't have the music anymore. They only put out one for November, put out one for December. I wish they would put out more. Uh, this was strange music videos and then the, the new Peanuts movie. And my problem was always trying to find figure out which one was uh, fully retarded and which one was vaguely retarded because they were Southern. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, but they, they've been on the show before. Really good podcast. I wish they would put out some more. I want, I want 195 right now. Okay. Uh, my number one is Roderick on the Line 182, House Trotter. A very, very weird episode because it's the first time they've recorded in the same room. Uh, he's talking about his uh, Dark Phoenix and Phoenix figures, which I love the, the fact that he has really expensive sideshow figures. Yeah, he, they kind of get given to him and people buy them for him. I know. I, I he's like, It's on my wish list. I don't know how he mentions it. I'm like, dude, what are you, like a kept porn star? What the fuck is this? Like, all right. Well, he has the it, a somewhat monthly meetup at a comic book store. Yeah. Where I think people just buy him shit. Yeah, well, it's fucking... And also, he's got to spend all that podcasting money somewhere, and his wife is, I think, a lawyer. Oh. So he's kind of a kept guy. Mm, I got you. That uh, must be nice. Uh, really good episode. Uh, they have really good chemistry in person. Uh, really, I love... Very I, weird because they're jammed full of weird Asian food. Yeah, and they have the same reaction MSG I have. You say it doesn't exist, but the, they, like, the guy's face was flushed, and they were doing noticing it. It can't be psychosomatic. No, it's because they ate a pound full of... Sh- uh, pounds of shit with salt in it. Yeah. It's nothing to do with the MSG. Maybe. And they and they, what are are they retarded that they don't realize they're in a northern Manchurian restaurant? They have no idea. They still don't get it. But the part I respond to most was the fact that uh, Merlin had gone to this dim sum place they love just a week ago, or maybe a week and a half ago. And now they go back there to take Roderick, who's never in town ever. They've never done it in person. He's in town. They go there, yes, and it's ha- it's halfway to being converted into a coffee shop because they need more of those, <laughs> and not these yes. great dim sum places that everybody loves. That like, they know your daughter's name and ask about her and how she's doing in school. And, uh, yes, that was, and they don't tell you, oh, by the way, we're not going to be here next yeah, week. Yeah, this is the last time I'll ever gone. see you again. <laughs> like, 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 let me say that part. It's like, it's like, oh, good thing I found out about your daughter. I'll never see you again. Thanks for business, freeing my business for 15 years. Yeah, that's yes. the most I've ever related to this show where I'm like, oh, they know. They know. I know. It's like I had a beautiful local coffee roast place that uh, would custom roast beans for you and bring in beans. I was talking to them about, oh, have you brought in this special one I really like, which is Costa Rican honey processed beans. And go in on a Wednesday and try to go in on Friday and they're gone and closed forever. Yeah, that's that's the that's the part. It's not just that they're closed, and that it's that, that ironic twist of the knife part. Like I went to Park Place with Dune and Kirkland, and had I known that they were going to tear it down, it was me nothing. I would insist we stay and see a movie there one one last time, even though he desperately didn't, of course, want to see a movie there. Uh, and that's just him; he doesn't want to see a movie on vacation, I guess, whatever. But had I known that, I would have done that. So I was just there, and then I get home, and like you didn't hear about Park Place? No. Oh well, you'll never get to go there again. Enjoy. Yeah, I, there was this beautiful small batch coffee roasting place, um, specialty coffee importer, and just completely fucking gone. I would love to have walked in that bookstore one last time, Kirkland Bookstore. It has a certain smell. Like, it's and not just a library. dropped a deuce in the aisle. No, it has, it's not a library smell. It's not like a Barnes Noble smell. It's a very specific, it starts to hurt your nose smell after a while. So, you're number one. Nerdist768, Fred Savage. Uh, not due to the host, but due to Fred, who's just fucking 
charming as shit. And he's great. And then he talks about his parents showing his kids the Wonder Years. And he has this moment where he goes, it's weird, it's weird, it's, it's all weird. Like he's like freaking out and they're like, they don't understand what he's saying. But he's just basically talking about how strange life is and his business and everything and just how, how bizarre it all is. And uh, But they, they don't really pick up on what he's trying to say. But he has this moment where I was so with him. I was like, I know exactly what he's saying. And it's like, I was like, oh, wow. I wish I could be Fred Savage's kid at his, at his mom's house watching Wonder Years and seeing my dad as a child pretending to be a child in the fit. Like it was and like, and then like uh, they, wow. What'd you do? They play the song over the, the, the phone at the end, uh, the James Taylor. And I was like, oh shit, this is like, if you like the Wonder Years, it'll hit you in that weird spot that just makes you. Uh, so, what's he actually sad. producing now? He's starring. in Philadelphia seems to be gone. He's starring in The Grinder. Oh. He didn't okay. want to do it. He, he, they thought he, he thought they wanted him to direct it. And he's like, oh, no, you want me to act this? No, no, I don't want to do this. And then his wife goes, hey, uh, you didn't even take a meeting with him. And like, it turns out his wife and the guy's wife were like best friends. So he's like, okay, I'll come to the meeting, but I should tell you now, I don't want to do it. Or do you want me? He's like, I'll be insulted if you don't come in. And then he came in, he read with a couple of people. He's like, okay, I'm doing this. And now he's back in acting, even though he didn't really want to. And the show got picked up for the back nine. And he's really honest about that and how the shows can end, drop out of nowhere. And he's made a fortune off of Always Sunny. And I think he's directing a movie. And what happened to Always Sunny? It seems to have completely disappeared. I think they're coming back for another season or two. They, they can do whatever they want now. It's one of those things like Louie where they can come back whenever they want. It's on FXXX now. So the league is wrapping where up. Show, yes, FXX, where shows go to die. Yeah, it's like, okay, uh, what can we do with FX? Well, we got uh, the UFC deal. Okay, all right. We got Always Sunny. Okay, we got Louie. We got Legit uh, with Jim jo- Okay, let's put these all on And FX. it's like, first season of an FX show is good. Uh, like, Louie. And then second season, it's complete shit. Go, goes the same with Jim. Or, or no, justify two is way better Jim. than one. Just well, that's not a co- half hour okay. comedy. And it seems like season one, yes, we're going to do this. Season or two, we're going to go completely into left field. Uh, so you're the worst. Completely changes. Uh, Parenthood stays exactly the same crappy show. Uh, so it gets canceled after season two. Uh, Jim. Uh, what was his? Legit, uh, but legit. that's because it got moved to FXXX. The ratings dropped by half immediately. Yes, and the fact that it was a completely different, an unfunny show. Well, that he was second season. He was basically divorcing his uh, producer showrunner, who's the guy that made Suicide Kings, who works with Dennis Leary a lot. Yeah, uh, Tolan, who actually seemed to have made it a good show. I don't know if it was Peter Tolan, but it was the other guy. I think maybe I think it was the other dude. Let me see. Maybe it was the same dude. Yeah. Uh, I think part of it is they give too much control to creators. Like, Louie is just this weird mishmash of garbage. It's not even, like, people are like, oh, man, Peter O'Fallon. Okay. But the first series was good of Louie. Yeah. I, I, uh, and then it, it's, it was, each season got progressively worse. If you went back and watched season one of Louie right now, you'd, you'd be like, oh, okay. It, how much, like, to me, is how much rewatchability is there in it? And most stuff I find now has zero. Well, I don't, who watches anything again? I don't. It's hard. So uh, you, you've gone he, back and you watched uh, Rubicon forty five times. Yes, that's actually a good show. Okay, it's not a half hour. I'm, 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 all right. Well, the, the Nerdist was tied with Girl on Guy two oh six. Bokeem Woodbine, who is the black actor from Caught Up, uh, a bunch of other things you probably see. I think he was in Dead Presidents. Uh, I think the first thing he was in was a Force Whitaker movie. It's not like it's not called like slang. I know the name, but I can't place him. Almost has like buck teeth or space in his teeth. Always Forrest, in Forrest Gump. No, uh, black guy is younger. Uh, almost has buck teeth. Almost has a, like a gap in his teeth. Has a funny looking face. Always bald. Looks like an uglier Tyson Beckford, but skinnier too. Uh, he's been in a ton of shit. Uh, he was in that movie Cop again. I think he was in Tales from the Hood. 
Uh, I've been a fan of this dude for years, and I've never heard him sit down and talk. Uh, he's super interesting. He's now in Fargo. He's an amazing character in Fargo season two. Uh, he's the only black guy, so you can't miss him. Uh, he's a really compelling dude. He's super into rock music, which is strange. He has a band. He's a musician. Like These are things you don't normally associate with a like, black actor dude. He talks about his days coming up with like, Tupac and all these other dudes when he's working with them in their music videos and what it was like to meet them and like to be a, a black guy from New York and go out to the West Coast where they were solving things with pistols when he was used to fist fights and just being a young actor in those days, like what it meant to him. And it was uh, it's a really interesting story. Uh, he says, uh, blah, blah. Uh, uh, blah 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 blase blah, blah all the time. I don't know what that means, but he tries to like blah blah blah. He goes blase blah blase blah, and like it's a, okay. That is not the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, no, he says blase blah way too much. Where it's like, oh man, oh geez, when is Aisha gonna correct you? Oh, she's not ever gonna do it. Okay, uh, and then uh, Brett Easton Ellis, Quentin Tarantino. He comes on and talks about the interview they did earlier in the year that led to a bunch of controversy because he shit on the movie Selma and how it was like a t- she should win for best TV movie. Everybody went after him and this new PC culture. And he talks about making his films. And it's just it's a really fucking killer Quentin Tarantino uh, interview, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. It uh, made my day yesterday. Did they talk about feet? No. Oh. But they talk about Pauline Kale a lot and what she would have thought like of his other movies she hasn't seen because she died, and what she thought of Jackie Brown. And my dog's giving me the wrap-up message. Okay, so anything else you've thought of? Uh, apparently Mac has something to contribute. I, I don't know. I, 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 the only iPods I know he has are the ones he tries to steal from me. Okay, so don't forget we are a listener-supported show. You can reach us at PodGods, podgodsgml.com, and on Facebook. And that's PodGods with a Z. You can also help fund this show or Geo in general at patreon.com slash Giovanni. And don't forget to hit up those Amazon affiliate links. So it's time to put the crown royal sack back on the crown royal. Time to put the crown royal sack back on the microphone, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, and about that with the Patreon, of course, you can always get the money. They hang on the second, and you can pull them the third into your account. And this week, this month, of course, they had some sort of mix up with their processing plant, so it wasn't going to deposit till the fifth, and then it actually didn't show up till the sixth. And uh, 185 out of the 327 showed up. So <laughs> fuck me, all right, everybody. Thank you for all your help. Uh, hopefully, next month it works. Bye-bye. Not that show. The show about podcasts.